Hello and welcome to This is the Greatest Song I've Ever Heard in My Entire Life. I'm Scott Interante and today I am joined by musician and artist and amazing TikToker, that brunette, Madeline Mondrala. Madeline, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Scott. Happy to be here. Yes, yes. So we are here to talk about the music you love and why you love it. And I would love to start uh, early on in that journey. When did you start playing music? Because obviously you're you're a musician, you're a piano player. Um, when did that come I'm into a, your I'm life? a concert pianist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> well, I started to write songs when I was eight years old. I just wrote them in a notebook and they were just me singing melodies and writing down words. And I actually have a TikTok series of all those songs Mm -hmm. where I revisited them, which was pretty funny because, you know, the lyrics you write as an eight-year-old are just top notch. And yeah. uh, yeah. So yeah. And then I started to take piano lessons when I was nine, I believe. Yeah. Nine or 10. And then I started to put the two together and write songs, you know, and accompany myself on piano. And I did that for my entire, you know, childhood and beyond. Yeah. Went to school for it, did the whole thing. Yeah. So when you were first starting out learning piano, what kind of music were you listening to at that time? And were those things related? In sync. In sync. Okay. In sync. Not Backstreet Boys? Um, just in just sync. Just in sync, yeah. Wow, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, <laughs> yes, I was listening to a lot of pop music. I mean, it was 2001 or whatever. Like, I was listening to Britney and in sync and, you know, 3LW was big. Right. And then, of course, my father's CD collection. So it was like Britney Spears and Hole and <laughs> Suicidal <laughs> Tendencies and the Beatles, and NSYNC. So it was a good, you know, broad spectrum. Yeah. When you were listening to, you know, let's stick with NSYNC as like an avatar for that era, Mm -hmm. did you feel like, oh, I'm really, really into this? Or was it like, this is what people are listening to and I'm excited by that? No, I was was extremely into it. When my parents got me concert tickets to see NSYNC, I remember like dropping to my knees and crying. Yeah. Wow. So I had the NSYNC marionettes. Wow. I had two, I think. I was a Joey stan, first of all. Okay. That, Joey Fatone. That tells me so much about you, actually. I know. It mainly tells you that I was bisexual and didn't know it. But other than that, <laughs> I don't really know what it tells you other than I'm weird. But I had a Joey marionette and the, I believe I had the Justin marionette, like on either side of my bed. And then I had mm-hmm. a pyramid of their faces posters of their faces with, of course, Joey at the top, of course, Chris Kirkpatrick on the bottom, um, going down (laughs) above my bed. Yeah. So I loved NSYNC wholeheartedly. It was not just like, oh, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. I was, I lived and died and breathed for NSYNC. Right. Do you maybe have insight of like, what was it about NSYNC? Was it something musical or extra musical, do you think, at the time? Well... I mean, I got their first CD for Christmas, so I don't really know much about them, but I did listen to it and I did love it. But like the thing that I think about the most and like what made such a big impression is just the... Like that melody. I mean, it's perfection encapsulated in a melody. 
And I just remember that the level of hookiness of that melody, like the perfection of it definitely infiltrated my very essence in a way that I can't fully explain. Yeah. And nowadays, the things that you love about songs that you listen to, do you find those are like the same kinds of things that you love about writing music? I really do pay the most attention to lyrics. Like I will hear a song maybe once or twice. And if I really like it, I'll have it memorized like within two or three listens. Cause I just, that's just what I pay attention to. Yeah. And I think that's true of my own songwriting too. I definitely, um, I'm never just like, you know what? Let's create a vibe. Let's just create a, a sonic vibe. I'm like, no, let's get down to brass tacks. Let's right. write a song about something that, is meaningful and and should be written about that will be satisfying emotionally. Right. And, you know, I I normally wouldn't do this, but my co-producer, Catherine, would hate me if I didn't take this opportunity. I love her. To say that your song, Secret Crush, should be like the biggest smash hit in the world. And I just (laughs) want to implore everyone listening to this podcast, if for some reason you've never heard this song, stop what you're doing. Turn (laughs) this off. For some reason. (laughs) Yeah. Turn this off. Go listen to that song maybe three times in a row and then come back. In terms of what you were just talking about, you know, that song, right, of having this really like clear uh, intention of like, this is what I'm writing about. This sort of like discovery about your sexuality later in life. By awakening. Yeah. By awakening. Right. And it takes that idea and it just like fucking nails it. (laughs) Not in like a cutesy way. It's just a a banger. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Please go listen to that. I do love that song. Yes, please do. That brunette. Yes. On Spotify or anywhere. On everything. Okay, so now that we've talked about your song and my favorite song (laughs) of yours, Mm -hmm. what would you say is the song that makes you scream, this is the greatest song I've ever heard in my entire life? It has to be, and I thought long and hard about this, it is the inimitable circle of life from The Lion King. Such a great pick. And Isn't I, that all of our favorite songs? I no, it's not. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm sure? so glad that it's yours. And I do want to back <laughs> you up uh, and let the listeners know when Madeline says she thought long and hard about this, <laughs> the text messages between us over the past week or so, <laughs> at least 20 to 30 different options that we threw out. <laughs> all great picks. Yeah. So why do you think that this one ended up being the one? Because of the way that it makes me feel to hear like the original or not even the original, just any Broadway cast sing it. It's just otherworldly. It is about the circle of life. <laughs> it is about, it, it just comforts me. Right. It, it, it reminds me that, you know, we are all connected. We are all one. It's like an ego killer of a song in the most beautiful way. And it's just beautifully composed and 
beautifully performed and it just gives you chills like full body chills and makes me cry anytime that I've ever heard it especially live so have you ever seen that video of the cast singing it on the airplane no okay you gotta see that because they were like on an airplane all together and they started singing it on the airplane and it was just like what this is insanely good so yeah highly recommend yeah do you have like a a memory of the first time you would have heard this well i don't think the first time i heard it was the most impressionable time because i probably just saw the lion king movie but i do remember as a kid going to see the lion king like at the pantages theater and Los Angeles. Is that the right theater? Yeah. Probably. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I saw it and I just, you know, it's one of those like out of body religious experiences, like the elephants coming down the aisle. You're yeah. like eight years old or whatever. And you're just like the circle of life. And you're like, it does move us all, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. And that was like the first time I probably grasped that concept of like, oh, we we all are aware of like, we all have to die and we all have to live and we all have to find a way to live. And it's actually beautiful. And it's like, I don't think those right. words specifically flashed through my head at that point, but that was what I was feeling, you know? Right. It just really resonated. Yeah. On a spiritual level. Yeah. No, I I love that. You know, a lot of times when we talk about in this context, like, oh, this is the greatest song I've ever heard in my entire life, right? A lot of people have a strong connection to like a particular recording, right? And what I'm mm. getting, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're more talking about like just like as a composition, right? Like it doesn't matter the version. You're just mean like as a song, as a piece of songwriting, this is like what really connects Yeah. I really think if we had to like rank songs that like exist on earth of all time, like this would have to be up there. Right. <laughs> but I think, I think I, <laughs> I'm serious. Like it's a circle of life. I, I am. I'm taking no shade. It's like, this is a great song. <laughs> I love this pick. I mean, who would hear that song and be like, meh, you know? Right. Right. A demon. But, um, I am partial to a good old Broadway cast recording yeah. of it over the movie, I think. Right. But I would say that any live setting hearing that song is going to be mind-blowing. Right. So. See, yeah, I I would have to go back and listen to some the the Broadway and some other versions, but I was re-listening to the movie version, you know, in preparation for this and mm-hmm. the the drums sound so good on that mm. when they come in and they just sound like so fat and mm. clean. Mm. And of course, yeah, I mean, everything about just like the powerful background vocals and everything, Ugh. that key change. I'm just and, thinking about it and now I just want to listen to it. Yeah. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Ooh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And of course, I mean, you know, it's, it's sort of like has become a bit of a meme or a bit of a joke, but that opening... <laughs> Yeah. The way it starts is just like, hell yeah. Immediately recognizable. Immediate amped. Yes. It's like, if you just heard, nah, you'd be like, oh, that's Circle of Life. Yeah. (laughs) 
you know? Absolutely. It's like in the zeitgeist for life permanently, like in all of humanity, it is, we are born knowing that song, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope, you know, I, I I don't mean this in a curmudgeonly, like, uh, get off my lawn, you kids way, but like, do kids now, do they, are they watching The Lion King? I guess because the new, like, so, the new version. Yeah. I just hope that this song is in their lives, you know? I think it is. Let it go, ain't it? No, it's not it. It's absolutely not it. But um, I think that, like, our generation of parents, of kids, it's like they're going to they're gonna right. know the song because we know it. So it's up to us to, like, instill that in this generation so that they will then instill it in their next, you know, in the next generation. Right. I think it's one of those things. But, I mean, Disney World is alive and well, and Disney is thriving. So I don't think that we have to worry too much about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Disney's doing just okay. They're yeah, they're, really, they're holding on. I need to give an honorable mention to "Cruel Summer," to "Cruel right. Summer" by Taylor Swift because that is the other one that it just I I didn't want it to be my favorite song, but it it's just keeps like clicking its little fingernails on my window. I mean, it's another great pick. Fever dream high in the quiet of the night, and know that I caught it. And it's so good because St. Vincent helped write it. And it's also so good because of other reasons, which I don't think you want to get into on this podcast. Well, that's a whole other, yeah, that's yeah. a whole other discussion. But I will say, you know, <laughs> you and I went to school together and some of the best times where we would just like sit around and, and play Taylor Swift songs. You literally um, got me into Taylor Swift. So thank you for that. I, that's such a, I don't even think I really knew that. And I'm really... That makes me feel great. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm such a mega stan. It's crazy. Yeah, hopefully hopefully we get to go see her again. We will, we will. Oh, yeah, we've seen her together, just so everyone knows. Yeah. We were at the rep tour. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but I just heard Cruel Summer, and I was walking home from the grocery store with my little easy shopper, and I stopped in my physical tracks when I heard that song yeah. because it's so good it's so good it's so <laughs> it's good so okay good. but anyways but i thank you so much for coming on for talking about the circle of life and cool mm -hmm. summer and everything else <laughs> mm -hmm. please tell people where they can find you on the internet so you can find me i would say just go to my well go to my spotify that brunette and listen to all my songies um but also go to my tiktok that brunette 31 where I do celebrity vocal impressions that have millions of streams that I guess are people kind of like them. Yeah. Yeah. And then on Instagram, which who even, what even is that? Um, it's also know. that brunette 31, but honestly don't go to, Inst just don't, <laughs> just don't go to Instagram. Don't, don't even go on there. Instagram's out. Just go to TikTok. Yeah. Just go yeah. to TikTok. That, you'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of This Is The Greatest Song I've Ever Heard In My Entire Life. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. You can find the show on Twitter or Instagram at GreatSongPod. That's G-R number eight song pod. You can find me on Twitter at Interante Scott. That's I-N-T-E-R-R-A-N-T-E. Special thanks to Skylar Spence, whose song Kratos and Love is our theme music, and to Izzy and Catherine, who helped produce the show. And of course, thanks to you for listening. Look forward to talking to you next time.
because I'm pretty sure everyone's everyone's favorite song is going to be Circle of Life. Is that just what's happening? <laughs> like, I'm yeah, the, the podcast is just a series of people picking <laughs> Circle of Life. Seems, seems kind of redundant, but I mean, I guess, you know, different different perspectives, I guess, you know.